It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back to Inside Sources. This is Taylor Morgan filling in today for Boyd Matheson. We are now going to talk about pandemic relief money. What happened to all of that pandemic relief money Washington sent to people and to businesses? A new report from the GAO, Government Accountability Office, says that While some businesses had trouble accessing desperately needed funds, uh, a whole lot of money actually was wasted. We have with us now to to get into uh, this Christian Bridgekey, who is an associate editor at Reason. Christian, what can you tell us about wasted pandemic money? Sure, absolutely. So um, as you mentioned, the GAO just came out with this report this week finding that, um, uh, you know, of the expanded unemployment insurance that uh, Congress spent uh, during the the first year of the pandemic, which, again, they, if you remember, um, we had a pretty massive bump in the amount of uh, money we were sending to folks out of work. Uh, We went from about $90 billion uh, in uh, fiscal year 2020, so right before the pandemic, to $410 billion the Mm. next year. And of that, about a quarter of it was spent on I'm sorry, not a quarter, a fifth. So a little under 20% was uh, spent on improper payments. And so that's a mix of sending money to people who weren't eligible, overpaying people's benefits, and then just outright fraud. So give us a sense of how much money are we are we talking here? Give us a, a real sense of the dollar amount, how much money was really wasted on uh, uh, fraud specifically. Sure, absolutely. So the GAO report doesn't break uh, break it down by um, whether it was just you know fraud, which again would be sending it to people who didn't qualify at all, who are actually trying to scam the system, versus people who just got money that weren't eligible for it, but you know applied in good faith or were overpaid. But the top line figure, and they say that this is probably not the entire figure; that it's likely more, um, is. Uh, uh, 78 billion. Um, so that's about a fifth of the money spent. And then um, other government watchdogs have suggested that the, the figure is closer to, I think, 120 billion. Um, I'm sorry, 150 billion. Um, so that would be, you know, that's over, you know, close to a third of the the money spent on unemployment relief uh, was improper payments. Um, wow. And I mean, that's that's a pretty staggering sum. Um, you know, you would uh, that's, uh, you know, basically the cost of, um, you know, a whole government department, a whole government department um, over a year. Um, so it, it, a significant amount of money we're talking about. Yeah, no doubt. I'm looking at this, uh, the GAO uh, report, and we're speaking now with Christian Bridgekey of, of Reason.com about this new GAO report on pandemic waste and specifically talking about unemployment uh, assistance programs, uh, the GAO, GAO, Government uh, Accountability Office, found that the improper payment rate 
jumped from 9% uh, in the pre-pandemic fiscal year of 2020 up to 18.9% the next year. So so that means, and uh, Christian, please correct me here if I'm getting the math wrong, uh, that means that nearly one in five unemployment insurance dollars went to a either ineligible or an overpaid beneficiary most uh, due to fraud. Am I getting that right? Uh, well, so not again, not not all of that would have been through fraud. Again, some people um, say would would apply for benefits, not qualify, but then be paid anyway. Um, and there's not necessarily anything illegal about that. But then you do have a lot of examples of outright fraud. Um, so, for instance, there was this big scheme in California where people would apply for um, or like, you know, organized crime schemes where people would apply for benefits on behalf of people in state prisons. Right. Um, uh, with deliberate you know, deliberately trying to defraud the system. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, regardless, it was one in five dollars, um, you know, intended to provide people relief uh, was misspent. Um, so a, a, a really um, absurd level of um, improper payments. And as you mentioned, one that was um, uh, increased dramatic. I mean, already the unemployment uh, insurance system had problems of it. You know, one in ten dollars was going to an improper um, beneficiary, uh, but that that doubled during the pandemic. What do you think this tells us about the longstanding problems with unemployment assistance programs? Does this tell us that, you know, Glenn, any new insight into some of these longstanding issues? Yeah, definitely. So one of the things that the GAO report mentions is that a lot of unemployment systems were, you know, they operate off of these old legacy uh, IT systems that could be, you know, 50 years old, 40 years old. Um, and therefore, which have trouble, as you can imagine, um, tracking, uh, you know, tracking payments, recording information, and as a result, uh, spotting improper payments or fraud. So that's one longstanding problem. Um, another problem, but, you know, a lot of these problems, too, just came from the fact that we dumped so much money into these kind of creaky uh, systems already, right, that we're already having problems, you know, getting money out the door, tracking uh, improper mm-hmm. payments. So that, re- you know, dumping all this money into it, um, you know, it required states to hire, um, you know, new staff who then weren't properly trained uh, in order to administer all this money. Um, and it also, you know, in an attempt to take care of people who didn't traditionally qualify for unemployment benefits, you know, um, uh, contract workers, Uber drivers, folks like that. Right. Um we, um, you know, attempt to get more money to new different types of people. These state systems, uh, which were already not, you know, great at getting the money out, um, had a lot of trouble doing that. And so that's why you saw these improper payment rates just go through the roof. Yeah. We're speaking with Christian Bridgekey, associate editor at uh, Reason.com, about a new uh, GAO, that is Government Accountability Office, a new report uh, detailing some of the fraud and waste and problems uh, with pandemic uh, relief money. Uh, Christian, is there any appetite in Washington to actually fix some of these loopholes and, and try to address this so that these, this kind of waste doesn't happen again? Yes. So the GAO put uh, unemployment, uh, the unemployment insurance system on its high risk rating, which uh, basically says that this program is at high risk of fraud and it needs to change. It gave some sweeping recommendations for the Department of Labor, which uh, administers um, unemployment insurance system at the the federal level. Um, 
And then you've also had uh, you've seen uh, some lawmakers um, respond to the report too, saying that you know we need reform. Uh, Representative uh, or sorry, Senator Ron Wyden from Oregon, a Democrat, um, has said that you know this just highlights you know existing problems with the system that this is unacceptable. So you do see a desire to change the system. You know whether we'll you know whether we'll see any actual change. I guess is, uh, yeah. remains to be seen. So do we see? Is this a partisan issue? Is this going to devolve into a, a partisan battle? Or are we seeing concern across party lines at all? Um, I mean, I, I think the fact that you have, uh, you know, Ron Wyden, a, a Democrat, come out and say that we need some changes here is encouraging. Obviously, Republicans are traditionally more fiscal hawks are going to be, you know, have pushed for, you know, t- um, uh, tapering off, um, you know, pandemic expanded unemployment benefits earlier um, or more worried to spend money on these kind of programs. So the fact that you do have Democratic senators coming out and saying, hey, you know, we're not spending this money effectively suggests that there is, you know, room for bipartisan reform. But yeah. again, we'll we'll see where that goes. That's key. That's key. Uh, Christian Bridgekey, associate, ed, associate editor, excuse me, at Reason.com. Thank you so much for joining the show. Stay with us here on Inside Sources. Coming up next, we are going to talk about the U.S. Navy, how it is broken, and what Congress could do to fix it. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.